Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you're listening to the Maps Step Back Podcast. TK. I like this, TK. I like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Luka with the step back 30. Oh, yeah! Chris Stabs looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, want to fill the gap on your team head. I ain't talking heads. Dang, go relax. Still at the champ. Diva still coming with the calibers flow. The man's the best on the flow. I'm wild, but yeah, I'm the GOAT. This gang get cold. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and Dallas basketball on SI colleague, Matt Latson. The Mavs dropped game three to the Clippers, 130. To 122, uh, you know, it, the Clippers have a 2-1 lead now. The largest lead for the Clippers in this one was 18 points. And despite Luka going down with a what looked like a really nasty ankle sprain, uh, you know, he tried to come back and play, but he just wasn't – he just wasn't able to. Uh, the pain was too much. They finally took him out, which was the right move. I didn't think he needed to come back in the first place. But he did, and he became the first Dallas Maverick to ever record a triple-double in the playoffs, which, you know, it was 13 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. But, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wish it was under different circumstances. But uh, despite falling down by 18 and despite Luka, you know, suffering that, that setback tonight, uh, the Mavs – you know, pulled together and outscored the Clippers 37 to 28 in the fourth. So, uh, you know, it's disappointing that they lost the game, uh, especially how they started. You know, they well, they actually started well. You know, it was tied at 23 after the first quarter. Uh, but then the second quarter, that's where the Clippers really won this game because they, out, they scored 45 points in the second quarter uh, to Dallas's 31. And the Mavs, they, they fought back in the second half, but they just they weren't able to overcome that. And when you're in this kind of series against this kind of team and the margin for error is just so, so thin, uh, you just can't have quarters like that. So it was disappointing, but, you know, there's still, there's still some things to be happy about. There's still th- some things to look forward to. I'll get into that in just a second, offer up some encouragement for everybody. But, Matt, I figured I should let you go first <laughs> just so just so I can, you know, bring the hope later. So, go ahead. Well, give me your uh, recap of this game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not rocket science, man. The Clippers are good. Very. Um, they, uh, they locked it down early. They, uh, they came out pretty pissed off, I think. Um, they were trying to get in the Mavs' heads early. Uh, Montrez, I'm no longer on the Mon- Montrez bandwagon. Uh, <laughs> the guy can kiss my ass. Um, but it, you it's, know, am- it, it's amazing how you – I mean, yeah, I, I feel the same way about that. It, but it's amazing how different you would feel if he's on your team doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love it. But um, he's not on my team. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, it, it's just a case of the Clippers are, you know, they've been the better basketball team all season. They're a really good basketball team. Um, 
and they came out and they showed it, it, you know, the Mavs didn't play very well. And like you said, in the second quarter, that was brutal. Um, even had Luca not gone down, probably the same result. He, you know, yeah, he had this triple double, double numbers, but you know, I think Luca going down actually gave him a shot in the arm a little bit because yeah, they wanted they wanted to come back and do it for him. They just didn't quite have it in them. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to have it in you when um, you're looking at the Clippers on the other side. It's not the end of the world. I mean, look, the Mavs should be up two one. Yes, they're down two one. It is what it is. It's been a fun series, um, but it's probably over, and that's because I think this whole Luca ankle thing. People are, you know, the the Twitter sphere is like, well, we're just going to see how bad it is, and Luca's like, oh, well, it wasn't that bad, and. You know, luckily it was my left. It, they're they're trying to spin it, and it's fine. That thing's gonna. It might not hurt as bad right now. The thing's gonna hurt like shit tomorrow. It's gonna hurt like yeah. even worse the next day. Look, a few months ago, and we talked about this on a previous podcast, but it was it was almost two months ago. I stepped in a hole and sprang my ankle. It was a grade two sprain, and <laughs> that thing was swollen for two weeks. You know, it, it was bruised horribly. Like, and I mean, I get that professional athletes are going to, you know, do a better job healing and getting over stuff <laughs> than I, than I would, but, you know, just depending on the severity of it, I just, it's, it's going to be really, really hard for him to play in game four. And if he doesn't, I mean, I, I'm actually fine with that because I mean, we talked about it in the last pod, yeah, you want the Mavs to pull off this upset, but then you have to also <laughs> at some point with, you know, when things just aren't going your way, it's like, okay, well, it is what it is, and we'll take the positives away from it. Because, I mean, I'm, I've, I've seen enough this series to where I'm at peace with whatever the results are. Because I just – I mean, the future's bright, Matt. I mean, this team, the, the core of this team with Luka and KP, and, you know, you have Seth Curry on a long-term contract. Uh, you have uh, Maxi Kleba, who's on a long-term contract, and he's a great defender. Kawhi's just he went <laughs> he went the ultra instinct mode tonight. It doesn't matter who you throw at Kawhi. It doesn't, but I mean, still, you know, Maxi, he's a good, great defender. I wish it wasn't taking out of his offense as much, but you know, I just the core of this team going forward. I love it. I think they have the possibilities this summer are endless. Uh, there, there's so many ways that they can improve the roster. And uh, then you get Dwight Powell back and you get <clears throat> Jalen Brunson back. And I'm just – I'm really encouraged, man. I, I, I really – I'm looking forward to next season, even though this season isn't over yet. And, you know, whatever happens these last few games, I, I've seen enough to know that the Mavs are going to be a problem next year. And it's a good thing to look forward to. I. I think they'll, you know, be a lot higher in the standings next year, uh, health permitting. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what they can do this summer and, you know, how they can improve. But we knew going into this this Clippers series it was going to be an uphill battle. If KP doesn't get ejected in game one, I think we're, you know, we, we've said it many times, we're on the same page. We believe the Mavs would have won that game. 
and they would have been up to one right now. But they're not. We have to live with it. It is what it is. Like you said, it's still been a very fun series. So I'm I'm encouraged, man. And and look, the Clippers did what any any team, real championship contender would do in the playoffs because the last game they didn't even have a lead. The Mavs led the entire the entire game too and they ended up winning by 13 points. And so they came back out tonight and you know Doc Rivers, he had an adjustment. He put uh Landry Shamit in the starting lineup. He had a very good game for the Clippers. Uh hey, it's a good coach by the way. What's that? Turns out Doc's a pretty good coach. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's Doc versus Rick Carlisle. I mean, that, that's been a good battle. And I'm sure Rick Carlisle will do his best in, you know, game four to make some adjustments, whether they have Luca playing or not. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a competitive game four. But, you know, he, uh, Doc put Landry Shamit in the starting lineup. He went seven to 13, hit uh, three of seven of his three pointers. And the Clippers did to the Mavs what the Mavs did to the Clippers in game two. They pretty much led the entire way. Uh, the Mavs had a couple of leads in the first quarter, but uh, like I said, after that 45 to 31 collapse in the, the second quarter, they just couldn't recover from it. So, But just some numbers here. Like I said, Luca, he had 13, 10, and 10. Uh, only played 29 minutes. Only shot 4 of 14 from the field. Uh, Christoph Porzingis, he, I mean, he came to play tonight. He was 11 of 18 from the field, hit five of his nine threes, all of his free throws, uh, 34 points, 13 rebounds. I mean, he looked great. I mean, I, he's, he's looked great the entire second half of the season and here in the bubble. So, I mean, that's good to see. We know the, the Clippers just don't have a, a matchup for, uh, KP. But it just wasn't enough, you know, 22 from Hardaway Jr., 22 from uh, Seth Curry. I don't know, man. Like I said, it, the margin of error is just so tiny <laughs> for the Mavs that you just can't, like, you can't miss seven free throws, which they did. They went 17 of 24 from the free throw line. You, you can't miss uh, – you can't, you know – miss as many wide open threes as they did. They were 17 and 43, which in that fourth quarter, they raised their percentage up to, you know, they ended up with 39.5. Before that fourth quarter, it was just awful. And Maxi, I don't think he's hit a three in this series yet. I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's hit one. I don't think he's hit one. <laughs> I, think, I can't remember it. I, I, I want to say, because he was 0-4 tonight, and then I want to say he's like one for 10, either one for 10 or one for 11 in the series. So that hurts. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, he was only one of five from three. Luca one of six from three. I mean, you just have to hit more shots. And it's like we said, the Mavs, if I told – Matt, if I told you the Mavs had only nine turnovers tonight, does that sound believable? No. It, it feels like they had so many more turnovers than just nine. Well, they had so many missed opportunities. 
Yeah, that, that's what I told uh, Richard Stamen, the uh, at Mavs draft on Twitter. That's what he was saying. He was talking about towards the end of the game. It feels like we have way more turnovers than what we do. And I made the comment, you know, we've been preaching this on the podcast this entire week that you miss a wide open shot on offense, a wide open three. I mean, that's basically a turnover. So that's yeah, why. That, but they also gave up a lot on defense. Yeah. And you just can't give up 45 points in a quarter and expect to win a game. I mean, once that well, happened, I think that's when I texted you was at, the, was at the end of the second quarter. Or I guess it was in our Twitter DMs. I was like, yeah, well, this series has been fun. <laughs> because the Clippers found a way to find their rhythm, and that's really scary. I mean, Paul George still hasn't played that well in this series at all. Playoff P. And, uh, you know, if he, if he finds a way to turn it on, yeah, I They're mean, still favorite, in my opinion. Well, you know who I blame for all of this? Who? Josh Bow. <laughs> he came out and completely changed his energy <laughs> in the last two days, saying the Mavs are going to win the title if they win tonight's game. And it man, just I feel bad. The, the universe, the shocker of the universe. I feel bad for Josh. He finally comes around to team optimism, full throttle, and then, and then Luca like <laughs> sprains his ankle really bad, and the Mavs go down two one. So that's that's uh, that's unfortunate. He did tweet out today that if the Mavs win game two, that they would go on to win the title. So yeah, I, <laughs> that was a that was a bad jinx job there. But yeah, well, I mean, oh man, no seriousness though. It you know it's. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, we didn't expect them to win this series. They could still pull something off, but with Luca Hurd now, it's looking not very likely. Hey, and man. Hey, man. My, my, uh, my prediction of Mavs in six is still alive. Of course it is. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, there's, there's nothing you can take away from this series that – you can say, oh, well, the Mavs are screwed. No, they're in a good spot. They're – And, I mean, look, look, Kawhi Leonard, I mean, as much as we can say, yeah, the Mavs could have done this better, they could have done that better, Kawhi Leonard just went out and took this game. He did what a top three, probably top two – I mean, I don't, I'd probably put him top two. Him, Giannis, and, you know, LeBron, I, I said it during the summer, he's still, you know, top three for me, but – Seriously? Would, huh? Seriously? Yeah. He's number one. I don't know. I mean – He's number one. I mean, maybe overall body of work, but currently right now I would not put him number one. But anyway. I, I, if, if you could give me one player on any team right now, it would be Kawhi. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking – I thought you meant when I said I put LeBron at three. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm saying Kawhi is – like I'm not – I don't know. Yeah, I put Kawhi at one because of his championships. Giannis at two, and LeBron at three. I thought you were disagreeing with. <laughs> I thought you were telling me that LeBron was still number one. Oh hell no! Kawhi is the best player in the NBA by a mile, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that, that. That doesn't sound like you, but anyway, 
No, Kawhi, he's he's a three-time NBA champion. Uh, you know, he, he went out tonight 13 of 24 from the field. Only hit one three, but, I mean, he was just all over the place. He's the best two-way player in the league. 36 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. There was a dunk, and I saw it on my timeline. Somebody pointed it out. There was a dunk that he had where he just went with full force and did a hop step. It was like, It's like he was on a pogo stick and went up and slammed it, and it looked just like Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> he just has that – he has that uh, Jordan-esque play to, to his game. I mean, and he proves it every postseason. He just – he's got the it factor, and he's in his prime. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't come to the L.A. Clippers to, to lose in the first round. And he took this game by the horns, and, I mean, there's nothing the Mavs could do about it. So – you have to you have to tip your hat to Kawhi Leonard. He was amazing tonight. He's a robot. He is. He he's incredible. And he was incredible last game too. The Mavs, they just like you said, they hit a couple more shots here and there. And thanks uh, for interrupting our podcast, Gus. <laughs> um I guess I said hey. <laughs> he's uh but, doing good. Anyway, look, I want to touch back on one thing before we wrap this up. Um, you mentioned Maxi. Yeah, in his shooting. You know what they should do with Maxi? They they need to take the 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 Tony Allen approach. Don't even give that guy shots. Yeah. Not until he proves to you in the off season, and you know next season in the regular season that he can hit them. Yeah, like. And that was one thing I was about to say, too, when we were talking about it earlier, and I, I forgot to bring it up. But, you know, at one at what point, if you're Rick Carlisle or Luca, do you make the decision? Do you make the call or do you make the, you know, the mental decision like, okay, I'm going to avoid <laughs> – we're going to avoid trying to give Maxi these shots right now because he's just in a terrible funk. Yeah. I mean, look, if, he, if he's wide open – it's hard to justify not taking a shot. That's the problem, but, though. He's been – the majority of his threes are wide open. So – Well, that's what I was getting at. So, like, even so, I would just be like, look, Maxi, if you're open, drive. Yeah. Drive. If they, if they collapse on you, kick the ball. If they don't, dunk on somebody. You're super athletic. You can dunk on a lot of people. But don't take the threes right now because they aren't falling. And you can't just, like, say that to a guy because yeah. then he, he loses confidence and he doesn't think you have his back. Whatever. But just say, Maxie, look, we think you it would be better. You, you just massage the wording a little bit. Look, Maxie, we think it would be better if you started taking the ball to the hole a little bit more when you're open. Something along those lines. I don't know. But you know what I'm getting at. They just well, need to steer away from that. Or maybe take him out of the starting lineup. Or even, I mean, we've seen it a few times throughout the year. Maxi is capable of, you know, going, driving towards the basket. I mean, that's not, his, that's not his thing. That's not what he's best at, but he's capable of doing it. And at some point, I mean, you have to just, 
instead of just making him a spot-up three-point shooter and making it so predictable, because, uh, I mean, the Clippers, they're, they're, they're not even – that's why he's getting so many wide-open threes. They're just – they don't even care if he shoots because he's <laughs> he's in such a bad funk. They're just letting it go, and Maxie's not let, making him pay. So, at some point, you need to get him more towards the basket. Uh, it's like the play – that the, the very first play of game two when Luca and uh, Maxie – Maxie set a screen for him, and he ended up with a – really easy dunk uh, off of the pick and roll. You know, get more of that action in there. Uh, Maxie's athletic enough to where even if the lob's contested, you know, you can he can go up there and get high enough to where just force the Clippers to foul you. <laughs> Anything but shooting threes right now. But that being said, all he – you know, shooters, if they can just see one go down, maybe he snaps back into it and he's the – the forty percent three point shooter we saw throughout the regular season, but yeah, but it's it's just not there right now. They need to go yeah. somewhere else. And I and think I mean it's not like he's taking eight shots a game. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but he's missing shots. He's missing open threes, and that circles back around to what we were talking about earlier. You can't miss open threes in this series, or you're dead. Right, and I mean Dorian Finney-Smith too. It's not that. He only hit one three out of his five attempts tonight, and guess where that one three was at, Matt? Corner? I don't it know. Was I from the it. corner. <laughs> I, uh... It was from the corner where he shot, like, over 40%. You know, when you look at Finney Smith on the season, I think he ended up shooting a little over 37%, almost 38%. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's that's super good. Well, if you look at his advanced stats, he was over 40% on his corner threes. And then you look at <laughs> you look at his percentage everywhere else, and I think it was, you know, in the low 30s. So that's how it averaged out to that. If he's going to shoot threes, it needs to be in the corner set up that way. He's shown throughout the bubble that he can hit some – from everywhere, you know, when he's feeling it, but he's not right now. So he needs to get back to what he's good at. They need to drop some plays, drop some plays on offense to, you know, get him in the corner for some of those uh, corner threes that he likes to shoot. Get him rolling. Because if the Mavs are going to tie this series on Sunday, they're going to have to have a lot of help. Even if Luka plays, I have a feeling that, you know, I just have a feeling it's not going to be what we're used to seeing from, from Luca. He's going to, they're going to have to have a lot of help. And even if he plays, I think he's going to be a liability on defense. Cause you saw how they were attacking him when he came back briefly after the ankle sprain tonight. I mean, he was just, I'm trying to be nice about it because I'm not dogging him, but he was pretty much he useless on the defense end. You don't need to be nice about it. Luke is not listening to this right now. Well, I understand, but, I, I mean, it's not his fault that he was useless on defense, but it's just a fact that he – I mean, he well, was. kind of is. <laughs> he needs to get better on defense. But it's not – it wasn't even that, though. It was just that he was not physically capable of <laughs> getting in front of anybody. He was hurting so bad. So, well, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's worth playing him in game four, especially since the Sunday game is a, a, a 2.30 start. So, you know, it's already five hours 
less of re- recovery time than what you what what he would normally get if it was at eight like this game was. I don't know. I don't know what they should yeah. do, man. I, I would be per- that doesn't matter. It, I don't. It, it's I don't it's care. two days after a pretty serious ankle sprain. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, this this isn't like this isn't like in two thousand and three when uh, when Manu Ginobili uh, sprained Dirk's ankle or was it a knee? It was a knee or an ankle. I can't remember. But, uh, I think it was a knee. I want to say it was a knee, but. Dude, okay, but it was the same thing. I think it was like a severe sprain or something, and you know they they made the call not to play Dirk. <laughs> but that you know I, that that was a little bit different situation than <laughs> than a first round two versus seven uh, matchup in Luca's first ever uh, playoff appearance. So. Oh yeah, and uh, I, th- I believe in that situation. Um... Don, you know, Don Nelson refused. Cuban was pissed. Yeah, yeah. But, Cuban wanted Dirk to play, and then Donnie Nelson was like, no, we're, we're not risking this. So. Yeah, and then, you know, years later, Cuban realizes, yeah, yeah, that's that's the right move. And an ankle's not necessarily as serious as a knee, obviously. But it, – It's not, but, you know, when – That can become a chronic thing. Yeah, when, that, when the ankle issues – this will be the third time this season – that Luca has severely, you know, he need maybe he needs to ditch Jordan. Maybe, maybe there's like a a clause in there that he can get out of that and sign with somebody else. Because <laughs> those low cut, those low cut diamond Jordans just aren't doing it right now. <laughs> no, he just needs to wear ankle braces. And Seth Curry, I mean, uh, Steph Curry had to go through these these problems early in his career. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm not worried about it. It's, but right now, it's just – look, it just wasn't their series. They were unfortunate in game one. Obviously, unfortunate in this game. You know, they didn't have a chance from the get-go, really. But they still, you know, they still had bad luck, you know, with Luka getting hurt and all that stuff. It's just – it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, Come back next year. I'm, I'm not – I'm not throwing in the towel yet. If if they lose on Sunday, I'll I will concede. But for right now, I I mean, the Mavs they've been a, a hot and cold team all year. When they're hitting their threes, they look unbeatable. When they're not, I mean, it looks like tonight in the second quarter. <laughs> so maybe maybe they can get you know one more game, make it interesting, and you know the Clippers will probably uh, finish it off. But like I said, I mean, there's nothing, you know. The fan, I mean, it's it's okay to be disappointed in a loss. I mean, we're all disappointed in the loss, but I mean, big picture, things are looking pretty good for the Mavs. But anyway, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Uh, we can't thank you enough for all the support you give us on a weekly basis. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. Uh, make sure to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. We had a very, very good interview with Mark Cuban, and that video that we did Monday before the playoffs started is up on our YouTube channel. Be sure to check that out. And, yeah, we uh, we hope you have a great weekend, and hopefully you know, we'll see you after the 2.30 game on Sunday to talk about game four. So y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you. Yeah. <laughs>
Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ Crossover doing step backs in a pair of J's These days I'm about my chips like a bag of lace. I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame? Do anything for a dollar I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot of Looked up the Dirk and MJ instead of blue collar. Excited at the idea of being a true baller. Riding in the bins, a copper and pilot. Feeling like I made it, now they trying to holler. This how we thinking life's supposed to be.